This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This week, it's all about football's biggest stage. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen, online at warrenallen.com. Super Week with Isaac and Sue on 1080. Woo, baby, it feels good, man. The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? Just feeling super. What's up, bro? <laughs> Soup. I hear Chip Kelly is, uh, he's applying for our uh, producer job. Buck, just FYI, I... Any gig outside of the outside of Westwood really sounds like he's interested. Look, I'm just saying, if, if Chip if, if, if Chip wants this job, I, you may be out. Yeah, that's you true. may you may get be enemied on this one. What if they said, "Hey guys, so we're supposed to meet with our boss tomorrow." Yeah, and no one knows what it's about. No, no. So we're all very nervous. Yeah, it's some sort of weird secret society meeting well, after the show. The the other thing about that is if it's lame. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it's an an after show meeting at eve in the evening time. Yeah, it feels like that's an important sort of yeah. thing. Like something's going down. I, w- I would assume so. Wait, am I invited to this meeting? No, no. Oh, okay, so you okay? Just want to make sure it's, it's not a total show meeting. It's a two thirds of the show. Meeting. No, it's likely you're firing. Mm. Yeah. It's nice. just Suk and I and our well, boss, just, and that's that's rare. <laughs> and I don't know what's going I'm on. I'm just saying, but, Chip Kelly is auditioning for different jobs. Buck, you're not invited to this secret meeting. I at know. The end. You know. What if he maybe tells I am us on the chopping block? What if he tells us tomorrow night that Chip Kelly is going to be the third guy on our show? <laughs> then I think we we make but, room. But mm-hmm. you and I have to take twenty five percent pay cuts. <laughs> you doing it? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm no, keeping my no, money. No, I don't want his ass. Keep in my here. bona fides. <laughs> uh, that would be fun to have him though. He he would he's he'd be good on our show. I I think so. I think when you. When when Chip got away from being the world's biggest red ass, he's got he's fun. He just yeah, he's pretty funny too. I just think he got caught up in. Uh, I just it, a lot happened really fast for him, and I think he didn't necessarily handle it the best. But as it went on, I think he softened up quite a bit. And away from football, I I actually enjoyed the conversations we got to have with him. Yeah, he's great. But in the thick of that, man, so he probably he, is. He went, he went red ass of yeah. gargantuan proportions. He probably is calling our boss Kim. Yeah, looking yeah. for openings. The same buck. I, I'd watch out. I, I've got, I got an, an eye over my shoulder. You know, so you're, he, you're taking more time off. You know, you're you're doing it with the wife. You're hurting her back. Oh and, yeah. By the way, welcome right. back. Yeah, it's, congratulations on hurting your wife. That's God, you know, dude. Bring, yeah, this is this is one of those situations where like you, Drake in a court of law, they're like, why did you hit your wife? And you either have to say I didn't or not react. And either way, it makes you look guilty. Mm. So Bucks she, in, what, threw out her back or something? Yeah, she she threw out her back, uh, lifting the. Infant in the car carrier. Is that, and, what, that uh, what we're calling it now? You're calling it the infant you got, carrier? Like, a fat baby or something? <laughs> yeah. Those things like that. aren't that heavy. What's that? The baby? He was huge. How big? Nine pounds, one ounce when he was born. That threw her back out? Well, he's a little bit bigger now, and it's like a thirty-pound. Uh, oh, you know, you got to lift. With, you got to lift with the legs, Hercules. Yeah. You know, you can't. You can't just be uh, in weird, awkward. Come on, you know, Mrs. Kind of, well, What's your name? Buckley. <laughs> you don't need to come up with like any name of hers. Mrs. It's the same as mine. Buck something. Uh, like, what's the maiden name? Or are we going that? Does she use the maiden name a la Holly she, uh, Gennaro at work? She does not. She's uh, Her maiden name is Oswell. And oh. that is, uh, but she, she ditched that when she became Buckley. Hmm. Well, anyway, what were you saying? Um, what were you saying? I don't remember. Yeah. I was asking, oh, I was saying welcome back. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah you, her, she threw her back out. Yeah. Supposedly lifting a car carrier, and now she's back, or a baby carrier. It's it, the whole thing's a little suspicious to me, but you know, um, brother, if I was going to miss a day for fun, it wouldn't be on a rainy Tuesday. 
Well, I'm sorry. That's it wasn't the be- that rainy. No, and that's the best time to have fun, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think we just caught you in a line. Oh, no, I don't. Okay. It was nice out there. Yeah, it was. We were talking. He's like, why did I come back? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. Yesterday was a decent little day. So is today. It's yeah. kind of partially sunny. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, though, Buck's back in the uh, the saddle there, and I'll tell you what, the wind stands no chance against him right now. Not at all. Look at that fine windbreaker he's rocking. He's ready for it. He's ready for that Pacific Northwest weather. Let's go. I hardly think it's a uh, a notable piece of clothing, but here we are. Ah, the wind stands no chance against you. That's from your Al Davis Gloria Vanderbilt well, collection. I, mean, I love it. Isaac looks pretty good against the wind, too. <laughs> yeah, I had a rain jacket on. I played golf today. Did you? I was out there, yeah, expecting rain, and it it never rained. Well, it's a nice day. I'm just happy that Buck has decided to show up again. It's 12 weeks of vacation, and, and now he's back. Yeah, I needed a break after about eight days back. I understand, yeah. man. It's it's tough. You, you have you all guys that, are a lot. That, we are a lot. <laughs> now that but I get that's it. That's true. That makes sense. Yeah, I look, I understand. Like, being with me in any sort of capacity... Whether that's it a number it, on people, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, if you're in a relationship with me, if you're if you're working with me, like this, Rob's been putting up with it for like 20 years. That guy deserves a medal. Tell me I mean, about that's, it. That's 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 a lot. It's about time you said that. <laughs> it's a lot to deal with. At least I recognize that I am uh, I am a challenge to be around. You know, some people are like, "Oh, I'm delightful." I say it all the time. No, I am not. We got a a thing going now because on Monday you. You spent the first segment saying that Rop was right about everything with the Terry Porter uh, estate, Ooh, well, and, then, and now right. today you're saying he deserves a medal. It's like yeah. Rop's just piling up awards in the first segment. Now. No, well, don't worry, I'll go back to tearing him down. But I mean, there's nothing I can do about that Porter thing. I I was so far off on that when I pulled up and saw the massive humanity gathering in the just to get into his driveway. First off, I was pissed that Rob was right. And second, I was like, who are these people? Like, who, what? We have the number. <laughs> the, the, they the have, number the, they, they I was waiting up. for this. Yesterday, I was looking for, the, like, sort of a recap of how it went. Yeah. Where Terry's crappy belongings <laughs> ended up. <laughs> who bought some portable AC units yeah. and some vans. Uh, and today, they had the estimate yeah. on Oregon Live. And what was the... Do you uh, want to guess? Number of people? I don't know how they... Well, I guess they probably counted. Six, six hundred? Four thousand. <laughs> well, I guess that was a two-day event. Four thousand people showed up to that stupid thing? Yep. Oh, my God. That's what they're reporting. Well, and they were saying that the, the people... And there that... was a lot of stuff that wasn't purchased, like nobody wanted furniture. They just wanted, like, little Terry Porter things. Yeah. And and I guess uh, someone said that the rest of that will be available like at consignment. Like he's not taking any of that. Yeah. Like they'll send it to somewhere he didn't else. Want that crap. I saw some of it. It's like yeah, dude, I would have done the same thing. Well, and and some of the people, like I said, that I was I was tweeting with because I was like, hey, I'm heading over to the Porter, you know, auction. Anyone else there? <gasps> and I had some people that were tweeting at me. They're like, dude, I've been here for two two and a half hours waiting to get in. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was gonna try to weasel my way in. I was gonna try to do the the cutsies <laughs> you know there there was a reason why i threw that out there i was like yeah maybe coming by anyone willing to let me scoot in pretty headsy move though i thought so um but i never even got that opportunity because i couldn't get close enough to even like attempt to cut like this just to getting up there was a nightmare it was a logistical nightmare people's willingness to f- um what am i trying to say like what like people's the links people will go around other people yeah. for seemingly really not great reward mm-hmm. is fascinating to me. Yeah. Well, people either love a deal or they love free stuff and they will do. Yeah. And if it, it well, this wasn't free, but I no, I know, but they, but they're, they think they're getting a deal on a, a legend stuff that they admire. Yeah. So like, I, I think that's the, the hook. I, okay. So the deal thing, yes, maybe, but that's not enough to get 4,000 people. Dude. I, I think most of those people were blazer, Honks. Yeah, just want to look at a Terry Porter. Who stuff. just wanted to stroll through Terry Porter's house and I, maybe yeah, find yeah. like a coloring book or yeah. something. Oh yeah, there were plenty of people like on Instagram and Twitter. Like if you just like searched Terry Porter's name, there was all kinds of people that were like, "Hey, this is the haul I got from Terry Porter's auction." And again, haul is a strong word. There was a lot of rant. Like it just looked like stuff you'd buy at anyone else's garage sale. Like someone brought monog- or monogram towels. Like you just what? Maybe their initials are also TP. TP? Like I don't know. It's like, <laughs> hey, where'd you get those hand towels? Terry Porter's yeah. towels. And again, someone bought a pair of like Vans, like skate high like high top skate shoes. Uh, Terry Porter's shoes. I are you putting those on a mantle somewhere? I don't know why, but four thousand people. 
Because why else would you? I mean, well, I don't know. I guess the garage garage sales are popular. I see that. I thought garage sales were a thing of the past. No, I think they're pretty popular. I thought with like offer up and like Facebook Marketplace and all that. I thought that the the garage uh, sale had seen better days. Maybe. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't have the stats or anything. I just feel like when to to Ryan's point about people love deals or free. Yeah. Garage sales will never go out of style for that reason only. But yes, yeah. there are easier ways to get a, your hands on another man's junk. Yeah. These days. Well, I, I remember when Don't my... clip that. <laughs> I was just going to say. But, <laughs> Gotta uh, grab another man's junk. I and just, there's many ways. I do feel like there are people, a lot of people that still like look in the paper. To go find them. And, go f- and they go stroll through them. Yeah. I mean, I do see them in my, because, you know, amongst the olds, we do, we do have a lot yeah. of garage sales and estate sales. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, estate sale, exactly. Yeah, you see plenty yeah, of I those. think they're more elevated now, right? Like, yeah. people know that you can't just throw out, like, some broken lamp like no. you, you know you got to have stuff worthy of people strolling through and giving you 50 cents you know? <laughs> i remember my mom moved i don't know like four years ago something like that my mom moved out of the, out of her house that she had been in forever and so we were doing that we're like hey let's just sell all the crap that you don't want and it's right by my house so i took a bunch of clothes that i was going to donate to goodwill and i'm like oh we'll throw them out there and see what you know and you put it real cheap or whatever and I thought to myself, I don't know, is anyone going to buy this stuff? I did. It was like two guys. I don't remember if they were friends or brothers, but they came by and they literally bought everything, like all the money they had in their wallet. They bought my clothes. They were two big guys. And then they left and came back wearing my clothes with another like $40 and bought the rest. They literally bought every single thing that I had put out on the table. Wow. And I just was like... Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. But it was very surreal to see two dudes come back wearing, went home, changed. Into the stuff they just bought from you. Into the stuff they just bought and came back. And, like, I had priced everything, you know, super cheap. I was like, I I didn't think anyone, like, is there a big, I guess in the garage sale world, I'm telling you, double XL stuff, it's it's a big deal. The big guy is looking for, for clothes that fit. So if you've got a double X, if you got a closet full of double XL stuff, I'm telling you, list it for like five bucks, throw it out on a garage sale. That stuff's gone in like seven seconds. Have you seen those shows where they have the storage? Yeah, storage wars. Is that what it's called? Yeah, storage wars. Storage wars. That's kind of interesting. I always wonder if those things are real or not, or if they're just yeah. staged like everything else. But supposedly, like when a storage unit, when someone defaults on it, they they auction it and they open it up. You're not allowed to go in, but you can look at it from a distance, and then you just bid on it. So if you see a box and you don't know what's in the box, you just you just say I'll pay five hundred dollars for that. Yeah, that's it. Really? Yeah, and whatever you can see, you're not allowed to walk in, but you're allowed to stand at the front of it, and you just are allowed to look in. So if you see like huh. a bicycle or equipment or yeah, they well, they had it on what was it, either History Channel or TLC like or something, and I watched a couple episodes, and it was fascinating because people are trying to speculate and bid based on like what they can see in yeah. like nooks and crannies and corners of these units and they have no idea and sometimes they get totally hosed and other times they find gems. I saw someone once like on Instagram and again, you never know what's real and what's not but supposedly someone pulled a, a fast one. They rented a storage unit for like a month and then never paid on it and they filled the storage unit with fake like expensive things. Like they made it purposely look like there was a bunch of really nice crap in there, but it was all knockoff and fake stuff. But from 10 feet away, it probably looked like the greatest storage unit of all time. And then they showed up at the auction and watched everyone lose their mind and bid like a bunch of money on this thing. When it turned out it was, it's all a bunch of crap. It was all a bunch of fake crap. And then they posted on there of like them laughing that some dude spent, you know, 10 grand on a storage unit that had, you know, 500 bucks worth of fake crap in it. Well, I will say there is something interesting about, just strolling through an estate sale or garage, just you know, it, just little gems you can find. You sure, know? there well, there is something that's yeah. appealing about like that. Terry Porter's hand towels or his cufflinks. It just there's I don't know. <laughs> or his portable air conditioner. It's a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the texters are texting in that um, the estate shopping that's the the old hobby. You know. Yeah. Um. So they're they're saying that you know Terry Porter had. Maybe ten or fifteen percent to do with it, and more. It's just like when you get a Dunthorpe house doing an estate sale like that. It's people show up. No peeps, matter what. Yeah, yeah, they're flocking in. I can for see some, that for some deals because so may, maybe that's true. Yeah, because they just think that the the rich are going to have really nice yeah, stuff. And, right when the rich when the rich croak. Yeah. 
Well, I guess that's the thing with like Goodwills. Yeah, like go people, to the one in Lake O. Yeah, people show up to like the the thrift stores in in, in expensive neighborhoods, and then they go like For the, sure. the professionals, like that resell. They hey, go to I those and what, pick dude, it over. I all my stuff that I give out or give away because I'm very charitable and generous. Yeah. It all goes to Goodwill. Yeah, it's just because it's the easiest. Yep. Way to do it. Most convenient way. And I I gotta tell you, over the years I have given some pretty nice clothing, like Nike stuff or uh-huh. whatever yeah. that doesn't fit anymore or what or I haven't worn it or uh I've given them some nice stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. And if that's just me, yeah. imagine what the Richies are yeah. I'm just a poor. Yeah, if there's a if there's a goodwill up in the Dunthorpe area, my guess is that's got some some cherry uh there is some cherry but... items. Well, Lake O then. Yeah, Lake O. All go. right. Hey, you guys ready to party today? Yeah, let's do it. You guys ready? Big Monday. Big Monday. <laughs> oh, it's Wednesday. You know why? <laughs> I was thinking today, we have not, we got to get into the Super Bowl, dude. No. Oh, it's right around the corner. And we haven't really talked a lot of the no. actual game. No. Whoa. So we're going to do that today. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, that is where we will start with the poll question on X next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, I don't appreciate this. (laughs) That is so well played, Buckley. The moment I heard that, I immediately started chuckling to myself. Is this from the Vancouver Port text line? Strong no. What? Play Manic Monday? Yeah, they thought thought that'd be a real riot considering you said Monday instead of Wednesday last segment. Yeah, I thought it was Monday. (laughs) Can I also uh, just say that Susanna Hoffs is an all-timer for me. Yeah. Just. How's she doing these days? Looks great. Yeah. Looks, she's 65 and and maybe the top of my old ladies that I'd like to stoop. Love, love me. Some Susanna Hoffs. She was the Bengals? She is the lead singer of the Bengals. Didn't they party? Or was uh, that, that? I think was, you're thinking uh, of the Go Go's, like the Belinda Carlisle, yeah. and like they they partied. they partied. I guess they lived the male rock star life, but with an all female group. Uh, I'm sure the Bengals had their fair share of of good times, but yeah, you're thinking of the Go Go's that went hard. Yeah, Matt, I yeah, Susanna, she kind of looks like our boss, our GM, Kim. <laughs> you're, you're going no old a little Kim, bit. Kim Martinez. Yeah, a little bit. She was in a movie that I saw when I was a kid called The All-Nighter. And, I mean, I, I must have been, like, 10 years old. But look up, Su- just Google image Susanna Hoff's All-Nighter. And let's just say that started some things for me. We all had that moment when we were, like, 8, 9, 10 years old that just, it changed it for you. Hmm. That That was a game changer for me. Mom need to go out and buy some extra socks. Yeah, she? yeah, yeah. And then Are I saw you? Revenge of the Nerds after that, and then a lifelong love <laughs> affair with being a perv started. But <laughs> God bless the all nighter. Uh, all right, uh, poll questions uh, on X at ten eighty. The fan brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over sixty years. AAA IAQ dot com. Yesterday we asked you uh, which of these quarterbacks selected the head of Brock Purdy would you take. Now, uh, I did not put a none of them answer for you because <laughs> you you would have all chosen that. Yes. Uh, Sam Howell, though, winning. As a matter of fact, the uh, results of this poll 
are deadly accurate. Yeah. Uh, in other words, these people know what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so Sam Howell, 59%. Kenny Pickett, 22%. Desmond Ritter, 12%. I do question that the judgment of those people. Yeah. But Malik Willis at 7%. Look, there's no good options anywhere on that list. but No, but they got it right. I mean, it's Howell by a ways, and then maybe Pickett, and then, oh my God, Ritter, and then no on Willis. But 7% picked Willis. Yeah, so. the only two that you can even make, and not a compelling argument, just an argument for would be Pickett and Howell. The rest of it, just... 20% of our audience... Flush that thing. ...is an idiot, <laughs> apparently. Or 19%, to be fair. Uh, today, uh, we're asking you, which unit is more worse? Oh, God. It is Monday. You're doing great. It is a manic Monday. Which unit is more worrisome, i.e. could struggle mm -hmm. in the super big sports game? I know where I'm going with Chiefs this. offense or Niners defense? Oh, I thought we were being a little more specific. Negative. Well, you've got two units that, I mean, they've just kind of been hit and miss, yeah. right? Like the Chiefs offense all season, but it's yep. been better lately. Niners defense is just stacked, but yet lately it's not been as good. So which of those two would you worry about Niners struggling defense. more? Niners defense. I would agree. It's just, it's not good right now. It isn't. And I wonder why. Why did, Has anybody put their finger on why that is? I, it, the defensive line just isn't playing well. Chase right. Young's not very good. Chase Young hasn't been very good. Armstead has been battling some injuries. You can and, also get after their corners, too, a little bit. And that's the part, is that the, the secondary isn't with, with Hafunga being out, and the secondary just isn't what oh, it was in I years past. about him. Yeah, that, that made a difference for them. Yeah, he's I mean, a stud. Yeah, he's one of the better young safeties in the league. So the corners are, are, are decent. They're not great. Um... The best player you have in your secondary is out. I love the linebacking core, but I think one of the things that has masked the the secondary, like you either in 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 today's NFL world, you either have a defensive line that can hide your secondary, or you can have a secondary that can hide your defensive line. And clearly, with the Niners, it's been their defensive line that is supposed to hide the secondary problems. But lately, their defensive line. With the exception, I think in the second half of the Lions game, we saw some Bosa start to pick up a little bit. But Hargrave hasn't been what they what they wanted when they went out and yeah, got... Hargrave and Armstead both had been banged up a little bit, but they're just they're not producing. No, they're not producing, and uh, you haven't seen much from Chase Young, and so Bosa and, and Gregory hasn't been any sort of real addition for them. So we thought they were just going to have and Kinlaw again. Uh, has been a disappointment. They're just not huge difference makers. So well, they're not consistent. You, no. can, you can get a big game out of somebody every now and then, but it's it's not every single snap, every single series you're expecting to be stout. So when you you look at this this Niners defense and you say, dude, if, if Bosa isn't just wrecking s, if he's not out there just playing with his his uh, hair on fire, and he's facing more double teams, he's facing more chips. I think teams are starting to figure out he's the one guy that scares you a little bit, and they're adjusting accordingly. And so far, those other guys really haven't made them pay and the other scary one is they're not setting the edge if you watch Detroit and you watch Green Bay they ran outside of those guys and they weren't setting the edge with tackles they were setting the edge with tight ends and and wide receivers you can't have in this league you cannot allow your defensive ends to get sealed off by wide receivers if you do welcome to the outside and both Green Bay and Detroit slaughtered them with that so when you take a defensive line that I think is underperforming and you take a secondary that isn't elite and is without their best player, I'm sorry, I, I think the, the Niners defense, uh, I think right now it's overrated. I think when we think of the 49ers, we think of defense. Like you're like, oh man, the Niners defense, it's it's rugged, it's nasty. But if you go back to the first time these two teams played, yeah, the Niners defense was was really good. And I'm not saying this unit is trash, but this is not this is not an elite defensive unit. And it's funny because we think of Kansas City as being this offensive juggernaut. They're the elite unit. The best unit on the field come Super Bowl Chiefs Sunday defense. will be the Chiefs defense. Yeah, because the Kansas City offense is not a juggernaut. It's just it's got Patrick Mahomes. Yes, the best unit on the field of all special teams, offense, defense, will be the Kansas so, City Chiefs defense. I So as we kick off Super Bowl, hot, very hot Super Bowl talk here on a Monday. Anyone catch that? No. Um, I don't really understand why the Niners are favored. I don't either. And I don't like that. 
for betting purposes because I've already bet the Chiefs, and I, now I'm like, well, what am I missing? Yeah, and it, it's weird because it feels like it's a sharp square thing where yes. everybody and their mother seems to love the Chiefs yes. because it's like, well, why would you bet against Mahomes? Why yes. would you bet against well, the better defense? But every sharp, I, I read a stat today, I heard a stat, every bet over half a million bucks that's come in through the Niners. MGM platforms has all been on Niners, Niners. money. This and this scares me a little bit because mm. you know I, I do this whenever there's a, a significant game. I do try to believe it or not, do some due diligence and try to bring <clears> you know a, some some uh, cohesive. Hey, this is this these are matchups. I try to go through position by position and try to do a, a, a pretty good dive into this. And it reminds me a little bit of the AFC title game. When I sat here and broke it down, and I went pretty passionate, and I felt strongly about it. When you went through matchup by matchup, Baltimore, with the exception of quarterback, and then maybe tight end. And I thought tight end was a little bit of a push, um, but you know that was the only real big advantage that, that Kansas City had. Everything, everything all year, said Baltimore. And when I look at this one, it's the exact opposite. It, it, when, when I look through most of the matchups, I'll give you running back, huge advantage. Huge advantage for for, for uh, the 49ers and at wide receiver. And outside of that, it's all Kansas City. It, the Niners' skill players, running backs, receivers, tight ends, they have it. Everything else is KC. And by the way, the 49ers have a, have a kicker that is beyond unreliable. He's missed a kick in every single one of the, the playoffs. And, and meanwhile, Kansas City's got a guy who's just a stone-cold killer. Automatic. So, I mean, just there is... I. For the life of me, when I look at this, I can't figure out why the 49ers are favored. Everything in my my bean says, dude, you load up and you take Kansas City. By the way, Kansas City has won these you know, plenty of times. This is a battle-tested team. The 49ers, yeah, they were there a couple years ago, but not everyone was there, especially your quarterback. Shanahan doesn't have a great track record in, in, uh, in, in big games. By the way, even the coaching platform. Got to give the advantage to Reed. Head coach and coordinators. It's Kansas City. So why? I can't figure out other than they're begging me to do it, which means go the other way and take the 49ers. You have just laid out the perfect case <laughs> to put your entire mortgage on the San Francisco 49ers. Exactly. I don't know if I'm going to bet this. I will because so I'm a degenerate, but here's a reason why. So I already bet the Chiefs and I and I and, and honestly, Suk, if I lose you're on the right side. I feel like I'm good losing with them. You can like, lose putting your money behind Mahomes yes, and Reed in that That's defense. right. If they lose, it's like give the Niners credit. Because I'll just ride with Mahomes and the Chiefs any day. Yeah, I think maybe it, the Niners are favored partially because the line is like the oddsmakers don't overreact. Okay, no. they 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 it's just all a numbers game to them, and when they run the numbers, it is it is um, a number the the point spread is a number that is spit out based on the season long worth of football. Mm -hmm. And, and they don't adjust for how a team is playing now. That That's where they get the public, right? The public will overreact to something they saw last Recency week. Recency bias is the public, and they're exactly. looking at the whole swath and of the they're season. They're looking at the whole thing. And San Francisco is very talented, uh, probably the more talented team, probably by the numbers. And the Chiefs tripped all over themselves multiple times in the regular season, and that's yep. being taken into account too. But and they're they're playing I, yeah. better now. And I think by the numbers, um, they're not out thinking this, and that's why San Francisco – is favored now. The early money, which is sharp money, to to uh, it's a little contrary to what Buck was saying. The Niners opened at two, minus two and a half. The early money is always sharp money um, because the public doesn't bet until they until they remember. Oh, the Super Bowl's today. I better get my bet in. You type of thing, right? That was all. A lot of it was Chiefs money because the line came all the way down to one. So they moved it a point and a half. Now it's jumped back up. To two, so that could be some sharp money too on San Francisco. But the early money came in on the Chiefs. I think a lot of people saw that and went, "Oh, well, I'm not out thinking this." I'll take the Chiefs, Kansas the City, right now. Yeah. Um, and now it sits at two, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with it Saturday and Sunday because that's when a lot of action is going to come in on it yeah. from the public. And I wonder if they won't just start betting KC right and left. See, and I'm I'm the opposite to the. You bring up a very valid point in that you take a look at the entire season. I don't like doing that because right. to me, what Which team is playing better right now? I don't give two F's what happened in the first eight weeks of the season. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't care what happened in the first 12 weeks. They say this all the time. Every 
team that I was a part of, they take the season. Now it's 17, so it's a little funky. But four game, there's four quarters to a season. You go four games at a time. And no one cares what you did in the first three quarters. What did you do in the last quarter of the season? And I look at San Francisco, who laid some tremendous eggs, see the Baltimore ass whooping that they took, and then they get the bye week. And I'm sorry, they have been outplayed in seven of the eight quarters in the playoffs so far. And look, everyone gets fortunate at this time of the year. But here they are. You need a little luck, but they have found a way. But like Green Bay, boy, Green Bay let them off the hook. And Detroit... If if Josh Reynolds just catches a pass, if if Gibbs doesn't fumble, I mean the Lions had a half dozen plays that if one player makes a play in that second half, we're not talking about San Francisco being here. And I'm not saying that it's a fluke or that they don't deserve to be here, but I look at Kansas City that has kind of been very eh, okay, okay to solid most of the year, and in the last three weeks has played their best football. Look at the offenses that they have absolutely stymied. And their offense, and all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey has found the fountain of youth, and he looks like the Travis Kelsey of old. And their tackles, who have been beyond spotty all year, their left tackle uh, hasn't given up a sack. I don't even know if he's given up a pressure all postseason. They're playing their best ball right now. And so when I look at those two things, I to say that San Francisco is the most consistent team, maybe they do end up winning, but to me, when Not I look recently. at this, I don't care that they were more consistent all year. Well, I care the last two to three weeks, and Kansas City has by far been the better team. Oh, and they have the better coach. I think they have most of the position groups uh, that they have an advantage of, and they have this guy by the name of Patrick well, Mahomes. Well, just right there, better quarterback, better defense. Yeah. I'll bet on Kansas City. Oh, everything you said is why I'm not going to overthink it. I've already bet Kansas City. Okay, but... Uh, the odds makers don't think that way. They they look at it like in other words, if we said, "Hey, the Niners and Chiefs are going to meet in the Super Bowl," and and we said this to you in week ten, you would have been like, "Oh my God, Niners all day." Yeah, I something mean, to be said for that. Yeah. You know, it's like regression to the mean. Okay, the team has played uh, poorly the last or not as well the last couple games, but here they are still in the Super Bowl. They know they got to step it up. Kansas City maybe again regression to the mean. Maybe they're 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 due to come back more like they played the rest of. The, so they they don't the odds makers just don't overreact, which is I think that's really why the Niners are favored. Yeah. And yet I will go I'll just go to bat with everything you just said. Like that it's like that makes total sense to me. So even right if I'm on the wrong side of it, I that's a that's a good bet to place. And that's all I want to do is place good bets. And it's so, not a situation where we've seen in the past where both teams are completely firing going in. The Niners are not. So if you're just trusting your eyeballs and what you've seen the last two weekends, that's that's the play to make. One other thing, uh I've got Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl numbers. Yeah, they're pretty good. Actually, they're not. Really? Really? How much of that is skewed with the Tampa one? Well, because his playoff his playoff numbers are excellent. Correct. But the Super Bowl itself, not so much. The Super Bowl is his worst game. Oh, I'm intrigued. And we will get to that next. It is 3:36. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, so we're talking about the super big game on Sunday, Niners Chiefs. And um, so our breakdown is essentially why you should take the Niners. Which means we're all on the Chiefs. We're all on the Chiefs. Um, And look, this is all, to say that that Kansas City is just going to outclass them just isn't, isn't yeah. accurate. I mean, Bal- and it's probably not going to go even closely, even remotely, the way you think it will go in terms of just the style of game and what yeah. it's. You know, it's always. I mean, Buffalo and Baltimore were right there. The Miami game that was something different. Miami didn't have a puncher's chance in that. It was you know negative twenty two degrees or whatever. But you know, San Francisco is a good team, and while there is a massive advantage, obviously with with Patrick Mahomes. Again, if if you think that Brock Purdy is just some, you know, dink and dunk guy back there, then you just haven't been paying attention. And San Francisco has an S ton of talent. I mean, McCaffrey and Kittle and their wide receivers. There's I mean, and, and Trent Williams, there is a ton. And Ayuk, there is a ton to love. And for the most part, they have a coach who knows how to use that talent too. Yes, there's a ton to like about this. And and I, I think this is going to be a, a, a close game. Uh I don't think Kansas City blows them out because Kansas City just hasn't been blowing people out. And well, they kind of don't have the tools to do it anymore. No. I mean, it, they they have Kelsey, who's been awesome. They have Mahomes, who is all world, but their line's been banged up. Pacheco's good, but they don't have a whole lot behind him in the backfield, and it's been hard to find points for them all season. And you know, can can just can someone make some plays on that that Niners defense? I mean, between Greenlaw and Warner and and Bosa, I mean, you have some absolute horses over there. I mean, overall, Kansas City's defense is better, but I mean, to to act like there isn't just three absolute badasses on that side of the ball, and Armstead's got something in the tank, you know, that he can bring it. And if it doesn't look like uh, Thune, their their all world guard is going to play. They said that uh, the chances are slim. He's got that pec injury. And if he can't go, like, I thought that would be a killer against the Ravens. And it, it really wasn't until the second half when when adjustments were made and, and Baltimore really kind of shut him down. But, you know, that's one of those when you look at between between Kinlaw, Hargrave, and, and Armstead, someone has to make Kansas City pay for having probably the worst offensive lineman filling in for, for Joe Thune, the worst old lineman that's going to play in that. You have to take advantage of that. And then the two Kansas City tackles, which haven't been very good all year, they've been absolute holding machines, penalty machines, and they've played pretty well in the postseason. You need Chase Young, and more importantly, you need Bosa to step up and, and really make that a giant advantage for the Niners. And if you can do that, you know, you're in this. People forget Baltimore's defense. It's better than the Niners, but they held up, up until that last drive when when they threw the pass to, to Valdez Scantling. I think they held Kansas City to 76 yards in the second half. You can stymie this this chief shut down completely. No you, points in the second half. You can you can put the kibosh on this uh if if you play well. Um so I mean I I just there's a reason why Vegas thinks this is a a one to two point game. It, it should it should be a so, good one. It was a good one the last time they played. I was teasing the uh, the numbers for Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I was reading the story from CBS Sports. Five burning questions for Chiefs Niners. Yeah, and some of these are dumb, and then other times you find some cool little nuggies. Sure. Uh, the first one is: Will Mahomes have sup- have more Super Bowl woes? And I was like, what? What is that about? Well, here are the numbers. Yeah, talk to me, Goose, because this is his fourth one. Uh, he has struggled a bit in the Super Bowl. This says out of every playoff round, the Super Bowl is his least productive, and he has thrown more interceptions, four, in his three Super Bowl appearances than his 14 other playoff games combined, mm. which is three. Tickle me intrigued. His completion percentage drops from 69% in the first three rounds to 62% in the Super Bowl, which is the largest decrease among 13 quarterbacks with at least three Super Bowl starts. Hmm. His yards per attempt also decreased from 8 in the first three rounds to 6.3 in the super big game. That is, of course, uh, due in part to stiffer competition as you proceed further. 
But if Mahomes struggles continue, that'll drastically limit Kansas City's ability to repeat. Now, I am... I, I'm going to look at this game by game because I, I wondered how much of this was going to be affected by the Buccaneers Super Bowl when they took an ass whooping. Yeah. 31-9. And that was the one where both of his tackles were out and Patrick Mahomes was basically playing one on 11. If you remember that game, he was running for his life. He even had one where he had some Superman ass throw where he was falling down and like 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 going forward and he threw it into the end zone and it should have been caught. It would have been the best pass you've ever seen in your entire life. I remember that he was like fully horizontal, like going. Like, go, yeah, yeah, go look yeah. that up. And I and and it and then I don't remember who the receiver was, but he dropped it, and it, I believe it was in the end zone. Would have been the best play you've ever seen. And so that game, he was twenty six of forty nine, with no touchdowns and two picks, and at a quarterback rating of fifty two point three. Okay. I don't put that on Patrick Mahomes. He was. There was nothing to speak of. There was no run game. There was no protection. That thing was just an absolute landslide of 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 just talent and injury just going against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I need to look and see what he did in the other two the two Super Bowl wins because I don't put that one on him at all. And you said he threw four picks right in in those in those Super Bowls. Well, two of those against the Bucks, and I, I and maybe I'm just. Letting him off the hook, but I I just don't judge him in that game. Well, remember the first Niners game, yeah, Super Bowl. They were down ten at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, and came around back. They only had ten points. They scored twenty one points in the fourth. Yeah, his numbers in that game: twenty six of forty two, two eighty six, two teddies, two picks. Okay, so on, you know that tale of two halves, right? Ugly, inconsistent, but came back in the second half. And the two picks, yeah, that's. And you know, that, that's year, not great, but again, you, you led the comeback. I'm looking at last year. Yeah, and what was last year? Mm. 21 <laughs> of 27, 182, three tutties. Okay, so we have... No picks. We have one great Super Bowl, one eh, against an elite defense, and you made plays down the stretch, and then one where you got your teeth kicked in. That's I would a, just like that's to point an interesting, out... That's an interesting arc for the three Super Bowls. Let me just say... Was the let's see the Tampa Super Bowl was after the Niners Super Bowl, right? Yeah, the Tampa Correct. Super Bowl was yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I'll just say that in two of the last three Super Bowls that mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has played in, yeah, they have scored thirty eight points in the fourth quarter. Jeez, because they scored twenty one against San Francisco and they scored seventeen against the Eagles. Interesting. Last year, and then again the the the, the Tampa one, you can't, you just can't take anything from it. It was just there's an ass kicking. You got drilled. So it's it, it, again. I, I'm not going to sit there and say that he was phenomenal in that game, but isn't there something to be said for in the fourth quarter when the lights are shining the brightest that that dude puts up those numbers and you're scoring 21 and 17 points to win both of those games in very very close games? Well, and in that Niners one, he had the miracle play on third and 18 to Tyreek. I mean, he he's made some magic happen. He had the the corn dog reverse audible call to Kadarius Tony when he when he sniffed out their defense against the Eagles. That was late. Hey, he, he's he's awesome late in those games. And to give San Francisco credit, in their two playoff games that have not been great, far from it, old Brock Purdy back there led a tremendous drive uh, at the end of the game to, to beat the Green Bay Packers, and they were down 17, right, at the half. And what did he do in the second half? He led a monster comeback and ended up winning that game. So give credit. I mean, obviously, look, if the game's on the line, we all know who we want, but let's give Purdy a little love here that in in, the, oh, yeah. in his two playoff games, he has done what everyone said, well, prove it, prove it. Well, he has, and yet we still won't we still won't give him any love. Well, and Kansas City struggled against running quarterbacks, from what I've read. Yeah, you can move. So he can, you can he, scoop. his legs, you know, that could be an X factor like it was against Detroit. And we thought Lamar was going to be a factor, and he, he wasn't. We thought that was another reason why Lamar in that Baltimore matchup was favorable, and then Lamar decided to not run. Spags versus Purdy, a second half matchup from heaven. Spags is the most underappreciated part of this dynasty. Yeah, no, that, he's that awesome. Kansas City is. Built. I think he's getting more talk now. I'm glad, but and the um, best thing, right. the best thing for Kansas City is that he sucked so bad uh, with the Rams that no one wants to make him a head coach again. That he gets just to hang out there and run those defenses. Hey, yesterday we were talking about Tom Brady getting only 37 million a year to be a broadcaster. How does he even live? How much you think this guy is getting a new job for Nick Saban? A lot of milk. Next on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We'll get back to the Super Bowl later. Uh, Nick Saban has a new gig. Couldn't stay away long. Nope. He is going to be on ESPN College Game Day. I'm sure they threw a butt ton of cash at him. And uh, you've heard this, everyone, from Bill Cower to Urban Meyer. They they love these gigs because they get to go to meetings. They get to talk to coaches. They feel like it, it gets them to scratch the football itch. But you don't have to obviously have the grind and you know, the wins and losses and all that. And uh, uh, you see a lot of these guys that are even red asses that hate the media that the moment they're done, they run, yeah, you know, they run. And I'm, I'm sure he's getting paid handsomely. He's only got to go to, you know, one place a week. Exactly. Right. Like, and he's not, he doesn't have to prepare to call a game. No. Great gig. Yep. And I think that enhances game day big time. Like, 100%. Dude, Lee Corso shouldn't even be on there. So if you could, to me, if you had Reese Davis, uh, Sabin, McAfee, and Herb Street. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Now you got Desmond Howard up there too. Don't forget about him. Yeah, but I don't like him, <laughs> so I want him out of there, and I want Corso out of there. Yeah. Uh, well, now those guys will be on there, but and so maybe bigger is better, and sure. having all those voices. Well, but well, and Corso too. If you just, just had those four guys, I think it would be so good. But let's be honest. I mean, at this point, Corso, outside of putting the you know the the Gator head on, he's he's just he's just there. He's just. He's a they should put him behind the stage in like a little box, like a Pope mobile sort of thing. Put him in like in a protective Just a case, big glass box. Yeah, I like where it. you can't yeah. you can't touch him. Yeah. He de- can't hear. There's a defibrillator on him in case he goes down, like in the middle of a segment. Yeah, we just shock, shock him, him. Yeah. and then yeah, he just sits like back. Put him in a zoo. Yeah, well, well mean, that's kind of what he is. Yeah, that's it's a valid point. At this point, aren't we doing that? Aren't right, we just well? We're, yeah, we're trotting him out there for our entertainment. That's a zoo. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I just... I don't. I do. He must want to do it. Well, he does, but he, he... But that doesn't mean he should be doing it. Exactly. Well, I agree with that. Well, he's doing it because he doesn't know what else to do. And he just, like... And because he likes it, but I, at this point, I don't know if he knows that he's kind of embarrassing himself at times. <laughs> I don't know, you know if he knows a lot of things at yeah. this point. And Herb Street, God bless him, like, he defends him and... You know, because Herb he has literally to. holds his hand under the set. Yeah, it's 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 borderline elder abuse at this point. But I'm gonna love Saban on there because I like it when and this is why Romo was good right at first. Yeah, is when you start broadcasting, you're breaking stuff down. Chris Peterson's like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I like it when it's the next year after they coached. Yeah. In other words, they know it's they, fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. They know the coaches. They know. I mean, not that that would that would wane over time. But and it already has with Romo. Like Romo, I feel like is just a shell of what he was when he first started. He was interesting when he first started because it's like, oh yeah, I played them last year, and here's what, like that's interesting insight. Sabes, you know, same type of thing. It, but I think he's going to be good at it. Like I, I just, so. I feel like he. Well, we've seen some of these, and I think we've played them. Like where he does little chalk talks during his coach. Uh, he does like coaching shows or whatever, and. He'll get up there and, and and talk about a defensive scheme versus a goal line, and you know, it, it's. But just his thoughts on SEC really games, yeah. like, sign me up for that. Well, like, believe it or not, he's he's missed the national championship enough times that they've had him on an analyst for yeah. those games, and he does he's an good. excellent job. Yeah, he he's definitely done it before. He's good, but I just mean like his insight into Georgia versus LSU. Yeah. Y- yes, yeah. all the yeses because he doesn't he doesn't. He's unencumbered now. He didn't have to worry about it. His anything. only thing is, can you not worry about ruffling feathers and just be honest about it? Because that's the one thing that can hold any announcer back is when they feel like they have to do, um, they have to do solids for people. I think this happens a lot with ex athletes and ex coaches is they don't want to be critical of of friends or they don't want to be critical of um, 
just players in general. And I think that's where it ends up uh, getting a bit awkward. And hopefully Nick uh, is able to separate those two. Yeah, you know, it's like like Barkley talks about that. Jordan doesn't talk to him. Like he was really good friends with Jordan, and Jordan wants nothing to do with him anymore. But I think one of the reasons Barkley has been so successful, and it's the same well, thing with Shaq, is they they put that stuff aside. They got a job it, to do. He'll do it the same way Peterson does it, and he's not going to take shots at anybody. He, he just it's all how you say it, yeah. you know. He'll and, stay diplomatic, and he'll stay with the X's and O's stuff. You know, like yeah. here's what I would do. Like I just want to know, hey, what would you, what do you think of what Georgia does, and what would you do to stop like that? You, that's not. No, and that's peeing in anyone's pot, and that's great stuff. That's just yeah. Because again, he's forgotten more about football than ninety nine point nine percent of us will ever know. And yes, yeah, somebody says on the Vancouver Ford text line, "Damn, Rob trying to display him in a glass coffin." Yes, I yeah, am a little bit. Yes, I am. Well, I mean, he's basically dead anyway. Well, aren't they weekend at Bernie and him anyway? So why not put him in a glass case? I mean, for his own protection. What if someone gets rowdy and throws something at him and it catches him? He doesn't have the dexterity to, to avoid any sort of flying projectile at this point. All right. Saban did college game day. They're also saying that he's going to do NFL draft coverage and oh. he's going to be on some SEC media day stuff. I didn't see the draft coverage stuff, which, again, yeah. there's a really smart guy because he, he coached against half he knows of those the thing guys. or two about putting guys in the NFL, doesn't yes. he? All right. Uh, up next, what's going on with Chip Kelly? Can you guys shut up. Four o'clock on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 